This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the cold, rainy voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. And it's time for us to ring the dinner bell and get to thinking about supper with the food show. Two hours given over to all things edible, drinkable, cookable, or servable. All from New Orleans, America's best eating city. And it wasn't me who said that, although I did say it. Uh, a bunch of magazines over the years have done so. And recently, uh, there are a couple of major magazines that, that came out and put us number one. The most delicious city in America. The uh, m- most uh, alluring city in, in America for uh, the kind of food that we serve. Yeah, that doesn't come as a surprise to me, does it to you? Well, we are here, and that's what we talk about. It, uh, And I, I think um, just the fact that we are doing this program at all tells a, a lot about uh, what our city is like. As far as I know, there is no other program like this in any other, uh, any, anywhere else in America. Maybe one or two, the, you know, one hour on weekends and stuff, but not every day and not several hours a day and not for 30 years. So uh, we're proud of that. Not proud of me. I'm proud of that, and I'm proud of uh, people who call us on the air and the chefs that come on and the chefs that get, you know, even more important, get down there and cook things. Our telephone number is 260-6368. Now, all right, let's, let me uh, tell you how this works, because we recently came up with an idea that is, uh, was, was good enough that I, I want to keep doing it. Here's the deal. Anyway, don't wait for anything to happen because nothing's going to happen if you just wait for something to happen. And what we need more than anything else to make this a a really entertaining and useful program is for people to call us. Yeah, but Tom, I don't have time for uh, calling on the phone. Well, if you really don't, I mean, if you're driving or if you've got your kids with you and you're, you're playing with your kids, yeah, of course, that comes first. All of that comes in first. But uh, you get a few, few spare minutes, call me and um, tell me anything or ask me anything or I'll ask you something. And th- that's really the, the crux of it. Um, you don't need a question. You don't need a comment. You just All we need is for you to call us, and we will have a conversation kind of along the lines of what you might have if you went to the supermarket and you ran into a guy you know from 10 years ago or something, or maybe a guy you went to school with, or maybe just some guy that uh, something he did made you want to laugh at him or, you know, whatever. Uh, We all have our different uh, thoughts of entertainment. But uh, that's all you need to do. And you call. Um, If one of us doesn't grab it first, uh, I'll, I'll ask you a question. I'll uh, tell you something that happened to me once upon a time or, you know, just something, just the kind of conversation that you would have with uh, somebody that you know in, you know, a public place. And what will come out of that? I'm, I'm, I'm astonished that it did, but I'm very happy that it did. 
is that uh, where we had nobody calling, we would have one person, and then shortly thereafter we would have two people, and then we would have four people, and then the next thing I know, the whole program is full, we sign off for the day, and we come back another day to do it all over again. And uh, that's what I'm hoping happens again. We, had, uh, we tried this out last week, and it was hugely successful. So uh, we're going to keep doing this. This is the most effective thing we've had in a long time, just to get you to call in and participate in the program. You don't have to uh, have, you know, some big thesis in mind. You don't have uh, to have anything, really. All you need is a finger and a phone and call us, 260-6368. It won't take long. There will be nothing that happens that will throw you off or anything like that. It's just going to be fun. So please... Please call me, 260-6368. If you're not good at remembering phone numbers, and I'm one of those people, I, I'm, I'm horrible at that, names too. Uh, if, if you don't have that, uh, try this one, 260-MENU, M-E-N-U, 260-MENU. And we'll talk about, you know, whatever, what you eat over the weekend. What, I, what I've been mainly occupied with in the last couple of days is I've had this tremendous pile of writing assignments that have came my way. I, you know, I write my own newsletter every day, and uh, but also I write for a number of other local publications, City Business, New Orleans City Business. Uh, I've been writing for them since their very first issue back in in 1909. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold it. I'm going a little too far there. Uh, 1980. Started And I still write for them uh, every couple of weeks. And one of their deadlines coming up. And then there's a, uh, a magazine called Inside New Orleans. And uh, they have another uh, magazine that they put out on the North Shore. Uh, North Shore, uh, North Shore something or other. <laughs> I, I forgot what the other one is, you see. Uh, anyway, had a couple of uh, articles to write for them. And it, it brought out of the woodwork... A couple of, uh, of things that I, I kind of halfway knew were going on, but until I started actually breaking it down and trying to put it into some kind of, some kind of organization, I realized just how much the downtown, the warehouse district, restaurant community, how, how much that has expanded in just the last few years. Now, we, we all were promised that after... The uh, after the hurricane, especially, because uh, the the during after the hurricane, the the downtown area, the in the warehouse district particularly, uh, there were restaurants that had opened up. There were a few more that were coming along, but there, it wasn't what you would call a huge number of them. But since then, it has become a huge number. We have plenty of restaurants out there that have opened, and most of them tend to be pretty darn good. So uh, I did this article, I think it was like eight restaurants out there that had spewn out of the woodwork and uh, are doing a great job and certainly worth your going to. And uh, so I had to give that a little more thought than I usually do. That's uh, maybe one of the reasons why I'm asking you to do uh, a little bit of the thinking anyway. Just call me up, 260-6368. I'm waiting for you right now. If you don't have uh, if you don't have much time, if you have a minute, one minute, if you have two minutes, if you have thirty seconds, 
any of those will work. Call me. We'll have a conversation for, you know, whatever length of time you've got. And then we'll move on, and you'll feel better about it, and I'll feel better about it. And everybody listening to us will learn something that they probably didn't know. I know I don't know what it, what it is that you're going to tell me, so tell me. Would you? Imagine this. You're going over to the, uh, the hardware store because you need one of those things. What, what is the name of them? Uh, a turnbuckle. Yeah, I, for once I remember the name of the thing. A turnbuckle. You needed a turnbuckle. So you went uh, to the hardware store, and while you were in there, uh, also in there was a guy who you remember as, as having been a waiter over at uh, Arno's years and years ago, and he said he decided to stop being a waiter. Uh, he could, and also he had uh, property on the North Shore, and he didn't want to make the commute all the way every day uh, to Arno's. So uh, what he did is he bought out an Ace Hardware location, and so he was there and uh, to, to help people, and he, he gave the same kind of service that a waiter would give, and uh, that's what this feller, uh, his, his friend, was saying when he came in. He said, boy, you know, yeah, I, I'm, here I am in this hardware store, and, and you're treating me like I'm a customer in a restaurant. And he's, the other guy laughed and said, I do that all the time. I don't even know why. Uh, okay, now you see, you, 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 uh, pro- if I had stopped that a little sooner, you probably would have wondered, how, does, how did that work out anyway? The guy, what did he get, what, he, a turnbuckle uh, that, that he was looking for? Oh yeah, yeah. We'll do like a you know like a minute on that, and then we're all done. Everybody feels good. Come on, come on. We we want to talk to you. Who's first, Clyde or uh, I thought I saw another one up there. Clyde, welcome to the food show. Clyde, I think you're there somewhere. I am here. I'm here. Oh, here we are. Thank you very much for calling. What's happening? Okay, so I got a question about brewing coffee. All right. So. There's an argument, and mm. my wife. I, so I, I you know, a, I could have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> I use a number two filter. Yeah. And I put you know two two scoops of coffee in, and then I let it, you know, trickle through the, yeah. the filter, mm-hmm. and it goes pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay, because we we grind our bean extra fine, almost to like express espresso. Uh huh. Okay. She uses a vessel that slows the dripping down, and she says that's the best way to do it, and she likes the way it tastes. And I said, well, it couldn't, be, it couldn't make any difference. Could, could not possible. In fact, I said, I'm going to call Tom. Have you, uh, have, you, ha- have you done the blind tasting? Uh. Do a blind tasting. Here's how you have to do it. You have to get a third person to come in. Okay. And say, okay, make two pots of coffee. Yeah. And you'll, you, since who, who has two pots, who has two brewers, two, uh, two, uh, two of those units two to make coffee? Two drippers, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's all the same water because we purify the water. Okay, we well, we know that. You, you don't have to test that. You know that that's going to be the way it yeah. is. But, right, exactly. But you're not, you're not sure because uh, two different... Uh, uh, this, what, what is the generic name for a coffee maker? A coffee maker. I think that's actually what it is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a coffee maker. Okay. If you, uh, I, I, I do happen to have two of them, and, and really? they're not exactly the same, but they're not. They're they're pretty much uh, the same. 
And uh, I've, I've, this came up once with a friend of mine, and he said, okay, why don't we just uh, do a blind tasting? I said, okay, you got it. I was there with my union coffee and chicory, and, yeah, uh, and yeah, he yeah. was there with uh, this, this flavored coffee from somewhere. I don't, I don't know. And he made his, and I made mine, and I liked mine, and he liked his, and that's pretty predictable. <laughs> <laughs> and that go. was that. We okay, got nothing so out of that. But um, I think tomorrow you, morning, what I'm going to do, yeah. I'm going to try hers and put because she heats up. She uses whole milk, and I use half and half. So there's okay. a big difference right there. Okay. Do you think? Oh yeah, so, there's no question about it. Yeah. So anyway, um, I'll try that tomorrow. I'm going to try her coffee and my coffee. But do it. I at, will do the. T- do it I'll at do the same time. time. Both of you do it at the same time. And uh, right. and then you also, you know, have the tasting at the same time. And, and they have to be somehow uh, covered so you don't know which is which. Okay. All right. We'll do I, it in the morning. I I'll, would, I'll, I'll tell you right off the bat, the first thing that you said that caught my attention was two scoops of coffee. This, these are the standard coffee scoops that you get, those little plastic jobs that have a square. Well, in. this is this is this is metal and it's uh it's oval. It's 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 a scoop, you know? Uh-huh. It's like Is it about the so, is it about if you were measuring it with a uh with one of those little rectangular uh, by, by the way, it's a, a tablespoon. A tablespoon. A tablespoon. Well, that's not enough to make coffee. I mean, two, two tablespoons. How many, then? Well, I use about, uh, I'm going to guess it around maybe three-quarters of, uh, of, a, of, a, of a pint. No, wait a minute. Three-quarters of a pint. A, <laughs> I don't uh, think a pint. No, no. I, it's, um, I use five of those scoops. Five? Five. For, that's for a whole... You, no, wait, you must that's go for a, a bag... A day or something. Uh, no, I I, uh, I break another uh, rule, and that is I make a batch, the biggest one that will fit in the coffee maker. And then okay. I put it in a bottle, and I keep it on the side, and I eat it. I drink it over a period of uh, three or four days. Oh. Now, you're not supposed to do that because it's supposed to, I mean, all the uh, flavors <laughs> will leave. But to, yeah. I don't know. I think you would like my coffee. I, okay, you I, get union I, coffee with chicory. Yeah, yeah, that's the only kind of union coffee and chicory. That's the only product that they make under that. Uh, is that the name. union a, a, a trade name? You actually buy a it, bag it is. from union. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it comes from French Market Coffee. Okay, for, yeah, yeah, same yeah. company, and it's really pretty much the same coffee. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do the taste test, and I'll no. Do, you got to do it side by side, two people each with two a set of da- apparatus, and you do it your way, and you do it your way, and then have some uh, some person to come in and taste them and say what he or have she. Have you ever thinks. Have you ever tried a coffee press? <clears throat> now, my yeah, brother-in-law. I, I hate those. That's things. the only way he. I hate them too. I, think. I don't. They're bitter. The coffee that they're comes bitter. out is bitter. But he's a bitter person, so well, anyway, that there you go. figures. I mean, no wonder. <laughs> I mean, you know All what? Right, well, have a have a wonderful day. What Thanks does he do? So right? when, in, instead of buying new washcloths, he takes the old <laughs> towels and rips off hunks of them that are the same size as a. <laughs> it must be. Yeah, he's bitter. Very bitter. Uh, okay.
Tell them to call me and we'll work it out. Okay. (laughs) We'll be back with more of the food show in a moment after first please this. Hello, welcome back. It's the food show. I was figuring out this coffee thing. And I came what I came up with is it's about maybe uh, maybe half, probably not that much, but between maybe about two thirds or one, excuse me, one third of a cup of uh, ground coffee. All right, another subject. Moving on, David. Welcome. Afternoon, Tom. Hi there. Thank you for calling. Sure. Uh, listen, after the uh, discussion about the uh, serious coffee drinkers, maybe you should have recommended a good divorce lawyer. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't do that to anybody. Or if he's smart, he just makes the coffee and tells her what he made is her type. So, Well, that might but, work, uh, too. Uh, but if she finds out, that's the end. Yeah, she may be uh, smart. Yeah, you know, the, the older I get, the more I come to believe that you just got to say yes, dear, to absolutely yeah. everything. And, uh, I've and been doing that, that for well, it's, 44 years. It seems to be the way to go. 44. Huh? We That's just right. passed 30 for the two of us. Uh, yeah. And it's a, Every uh, day gets better. I think so. Yeah. I, I, sure. I'm, I've, I've never been happier than I am right now. Everything in my whole life is just great, including this radio show. Right. Yeah. But speaking of restaurants, yeah, speaking an of old restaurant that we hadn't been to in a long time that we really enjoyed was Upper Line. I love Upper Line. You know what? It's still going. There's only one thing uh, about it that irritates me, and then only slightly, and then only for reasons that have nothing to do with how good it is. Joanne Clevenger, who owns the place, and I'm sure you've met her because she, yes. you know, she comes over and and takes over. Uh, she's just a, right. a wonderful person, a really, really interesting person. And throughout her life, she has been involved with all kinds of interesting uh, undertakings. And uh, I keep telling her, you've got to write your autobiography. This is terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, she says, no, I don't have the time, you know, because one of her side mm-hmm. things is that she makes uh, she makes costumes for for plays and, and, and other things like that, among other things. I mean, she's got a million little projects that she's always working on. So a terrific person. Love her. Uh, we've always enjoyed the food. The duck's great there. Love it. Um, but Love. are they the, I wanted the question is. Are they the restaurants that have a seasonal garlic? They are dinner? indeed. It happens during the uh, during the warmer months, uh, June, July, August, typically. Sometimes they oh, get. Okay. Sometimes they keep it going into September. In fact, more and more often that's been the case. But yeah, they do that every every year, uh, and they have been for a long time. The garlic festival. All right. Yeah. I'll have to check in with them in, say, June, see when they're doing it. Yeah. Or you could do this. You could walk in and, and you could ask them, you know, do can I get any of the dishes off your garlic menu? And they'll say, well, of course you can. And, they, and they'll oh. do it for you. So okay. Uh, they, okay. They have a, a lot of different ideas with that. I've never had a bad one. There is one that's kind of funny, though. They have an ice cream dessert that is made with roasted garlic. <laughs> you got you got to taste oh. it. It's 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 completely unexpectedly good. I'll give it a try then. Yeah, yeah. Good. All right. Well, Tom, good talking to Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for calling. See you. It's the food show. Uh, the Upper Line Restaurant is on Upper Line Street. Uh, Joanne Clevenger, who owns it, has the record for 
tearing me away from all the other parts of the radio show, including the commercials and the including the the news. Believe it or not, we uh, I, I, we, we had her on the show some years ago, and. We went for an hour and a half from the time we signed on until the time when I said, we better stop and catch up on some of the commercials and things because we'd done a whole hour and a half with no commercials, no news, no traffic reports, no nothing. All we did was talk to Joanne. And that was so fascinating and so interesting uh, that I don't feel any remorse about it. But that's the kind of person she is. Anyway, one of the things that came up is somebody wanted to know where they got the name The Upper Line. Well, there's a street called The Upper Line. The reason it's called that is that it was on the, where the street is now, used to be on a map, a line that demarcated a plantation. I don't know the name of it. And uh, so uh, that that became that street, Upper Line Street, and uh, it used to be that line. There's also a street called Lower Line and it's the same idea, but it's further uptown, and, uh, but the, everything else about it is the same. And somebody called and asked her if uh, she had—her uh, restaurant is on Upper Line Street. But if the restaurant had opened up on Lower Line Street, would she have used the word Lower Line for the name of the restaurant? And she said, absolutely not. <laughs> I thought, that's, that's brilliant logic. Upper line, yeah, where would you rather go, the upper line or the lower line? There's no doubt about it. You're going to go to the upper line, right? This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, here's the way our program works these days. This is a new idea, but it has worked so well that uh, we have been doing it more and more. Uh, I would like, and I'm, I'm begging you, and I'm, I'm putting myself at your mercy, I would like you to call our program. You don't need to show up on the on the phone with with any question. Although if you have one, that's fine. You, but you're not. You don't have to do that. You could just walk in and say, "Hi, it's me," and then we'll take it from there. And it it'll wind up in a very short order, like within seconds. We'll be having a conversation about something that you will be interested in, that I will be interested in, and with any kind of luck, everybody listening to us will find interesting. And we ha again, I tell you, we have been doing that for the last uh, week and a half or so, and every day we have had more and more people call us with more and more interesting things. So uh, let us have it, 260-6368. Call right now. You'll get right in. There's nobody ahead of you. Uh, you if you have uh, half a minute's worth, go for it. If you have five minutes' worth, go right ahead. I'll stop you if I need to. And uh, and we can cover absolutely anything on your mind, you know, that's even remotely within the in the confines of eating and drinking and cooking and restaurants and all of those things. That's that's the idea. That's our show. It's the food show. We call it that for a reason. Two six zero six three six eight is the telephone number. So uh, give us a shot and see what we can come up with together. Uh, I'm not going to—I have a couple of things written down here, but I'm just going to let you do it. Just really. You don't, you don't think any more than you, you're doing right now. Just put, put whatever you're doing down, unless you're driving or, you know, something important. Uh, and call me, 260-6368. 
and within seconds we will have a, a conversation with something interesting in it right then and there. Keep my eye on the phone. Okay. Oh, it's Kitty. Kitty is turned up over here. Kitty, do you have a kitty by any chance? Kitty? Hey, I have four. <laughs> four of them. I only have two because that's all my wife will let me have. Oh, Lord. I'm in Covington, and I'm listening to you at Aquista Paces before I go in. Ah, uh, great place. And in, Isn't it? And I was hearing you talk about the Upper Line, which is one of my very favorite restaurants. And, yeah, uh, isn't it good? But I remember when I was young, I'm your age now, and I lived uptown. <laughs> you say that like I'm... That you're not. You're sort of standing still with your age, but I'm not. Is that what I hear? From no, no, no. We're no. We're the same age. That's what I'm saying. And oh, we're I'm the same age. When oh. I was a young married lady, ah. my grandparents would take us to a restaurant called Martin's. Oh, do you remember that? I do indeed, very, very well. It was wonderful. And it's where the upper line. It is. was exactly where the upper line was, uh, and still yeah. is. Uh, although since then, in between, uh, that was a John Jay salon. Kind of in the back That's of it, right? That's and right. and okay. Joanne, uh, they they the salon shut down, and Joanne went in and bought the building, and so she okay. expanded the room. But if you look at that front room over there, that's where the old Martin restaurant was. That was a terrific place to eat. It, it was like going to Galatoire's, but at half the price, and. Right. Uh, and it was the same kind of food. They had lots of good seafood there all the time. They had that French Creole kind of thing going on, which I love. That was well, it a, was a real treat for us because we were newly married poor people. Ah, well. <laughs> and uh, my grandparents would treat us, and it was like died and gone to heaven to go out to dinner, you know, way back then. I the do 60s. indeed. I, I, if, so, if it were still open, I'd eat there all the time. Yeah, I would, too, yeah. but mm-hmm. except I'm in coming. Well, oh, I enjoy uh, your show, and I'm glad I got through. I am, and too. I'll call again. I hope okay. you do. You're always welcome right. here. See you Thank later. You, Tom. Bye. Appreciate it's the food show. Uh, I'm pretty sure that in that book that Peggy Scott Laborde and I put together called Lost New Orleans Restaurants, uh, I'm pretty sure that Martin Restaurant was in there. That That really was a great place to eat back up till the 70s. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. We're having a lively program today. You see, this is this new uh, approach is uh, doing pretty well. Here's the new approach. It's very simple. Call me right now. Bing. You've done everything you need to do, really. And what's going to happen is that we'll start talking when you call in, and who knows where this will go. I mean, I think you'll be entertained by it, and we'll spread a little more information around, too. Trust me. 260-6368. Call me. There we are. Gregory is joining us on the pink phone. Oh, thank you, Tom. Gregory. Happy New Year. Gregory. I'm, I'm Happy be- New Year. I'm beg- Happy New Year. I'm begging you. Thank you, you for the pink phone. Begging I'm, me what? I'm begging you not to talk about me. Not that I oh. mind. I love it. But it's uh, but uh, t- take it easy on me as a topic. Oh, you mean on the What's last up? call? I mean... No, oh, no, just, would. just, uh, you know, don't, don't talk about me. I, I usually don't. That I find that, wow. So, golly, I'm at well, a. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you know what. Who knows? Uh, what, what? Who cares about that? Well, you anyway, well, well, obviously for, you right, do. Right. Obviously you all do. All right. Well, forget about it. Let's just go from here. What's up? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Friday night. 
we went to the Maple Street Cafe. And, and? Um, <clears throat> I hadn't been there in a year or so. And, you know, I, well, it was just terrific. I mean, it wasn't too yeah. crowded. And, you know, I like how it's small and the service is great. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm on this Aso Buco quest. Yeah. And uh, I think they put out a great one. They really do. About the only com- the only complaint I would have about them is that they do it with a red sauce, and I, it, it, the right. more authentic way is with a brown sauce. But there are people in Italy that make it with a red sauce too. So, but it yeah. wasn't a red sauce that was overpowering. It wasn't it wasn't sweet? No. It was quite savory, yeah. and I think it complemented how the roasted veggies were in there. How they you could tell that they took their time and roasted this thing down well. Yeah. Um, I think there was a little, uh, gee whiz, um, I, can't, I can't put my finger on it. Uh, there was a lot of time, which, which, which I like a lot of garlic, yeah. Uh, yeah. which I like, but, um, no, but the dish was, um, terrific. And they had a couple of um, specials on fish and they, and they did a couple of fish dishes for my friends. And, um, uh, I was, I was very impressed. You know, it's kind of like you're sitting in somebody's house. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, it, it used to be like somebody's that. house. I, well, I know well, that. I'm pretty sure. But, it, yeah. but it's fun because when I was a kid, I used to hang around Maple Street and Oak yeah. Street and all that stuff, um, you know, back in the day. <laughs> you know, you know it's several Phillips restaurant and all that stuff, which isn't very far away. Yeah. It, it, um, it's an interesting neighborhood because if you go one, like half an, uh, half a block into the neighborhood from anywhere mm-hmm. on Maple Street— You'll find yourself in a decidedly residential spot, but yeah. but if you're on Maple Street it said, uh, itself, it's like one you know little business after another. There's hair cutters. There's um, antique sale, uh, salespeople. Mm-hmm. There used to be a couple of places selling uh, sound equipment. I mean, it was just like everything yeah, under the sun. Yeah, that's always been a jewel. I mean. Yeah, even when I was a kid, when I was at Tulane, that was always a jewel. The Maple Street Cafe wasn't there then, of course. No, no. There were several other restaurants we used to eat at, not very far away. One of and them. And, of course. Oh, I, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I jumped on you before you uh, you had a chance to finish your No, no, your no. Seven. The Maple yeah. Street Cafe wasn't there back then, but there were no. several other restaurants. <clears throat> well, there was one. There was one of them that you, <laughs> there was one that you remember? Or? Yeah. Etienne's. Do you know the story oh, behind yeah. Etienne's? Oh yeah, they're yeah the original ATNs. The original yeah. ATNs. Yeah, because I know that they had moved. Um, Do you know where they Henry. moved? Yeah, they moved uh, to um, Ridge Lake or something like that. That's Wasn't right. That right. You're, yeah, you're, you're right and so far. Became, and that became um, with that crazy Italian lives at now. Which one? <laughs> That would be the great Andrea. That's right. Uh, you got it. He bought the place from Etienne himself. Yep. Etienne, every now yep. and then he calls me up. Uh, <laughs> and, no, I'm serious. And he, no, he calls. I believe it. He calls me up and he says that I have this old sign for Etienne's. Would you like mm-hmm. it? And I said, wow. Well, I would like it, except put I have no bed. idea where I would put it. Put it in your um. Put it in your office where you do your show on on Mondays and weekends. Are you That's kidding? What I would do. <laughs> oh, you don't have you, any room in there. You either. <laughs> wouldn't believe. You know, it, it, whenever the cat, one of the cats comes in, I can physically <laughs> feel the room getting bigger. You just. I see. Uh, well, that makes perfect sense. But I certainly do remember the original ATNs, and I enjoyed eating at the original ATNs. Um, there was a couple of good, you know, as you mentioned it, that little stretch of Ridge Lake. 
Do you remember the old restaurant Randall's? I do. Uh, that was around 1990-ish uh, thereabouts. And it was when uh, they shut down, but they were very big in the eighties. Yeah, um, yeah, that's uh, true. That that's true. And it's and it was and it and it was only a block and a half away from where um, Andreas or ATNs is now. Yeah. I, I remember when ATNs put that together, and that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> of course, uh, she was. I was in college mm-hmm. and had to leave for the Navy, and then came back. Mm-hmm. ATNs had left uptown and moved to Metairie, and my father said, "Because we still live yeah. in that neighborhood, not very far away." right around Bonneville Boulevard on the lake. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember my dad taking me there, and I said, boy, what a spectacular place. And I was so happy when Andrea got it, you know. And uh, Well, he didn't he leave it the same. He he changed pretty no, much well, everything. He yeah, yeah, he did. But um, the location, location, all the parking and stuff yeah. was good. And, uh, you know, Andrea's just a great guy. Yeah. But anyway, I, I, like I said, I would highly re- recommend Friday night Somebody getting Alfa Buco at um at uh yeah. Maple Street Cafe, and you know those fellows are so nice. They really and, uh, are. You know, I, I you can know I what? can I tell you a quick little anecdote uh, about that? Your show. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, sometimes I wonder, but anyway, the uh, uh, I, uh, over the weekend I went to this this store called Belk. I'm sure you must have seen the ads for it, and if you've mm-hmm. ever been there. Yes. Anyway. It's, I, I don't understand the concept of Belk, other than the fact that they sell everything you would find in a department store, except that everything is like an almost impossibly low, low-ball price. Mm-hmm. I went in there and got a suitcase and uh, four pairs of pants and uh, a tie. I know, a, I know where that is, yeah. And... Uh, and it started off as you know was something like four hundred and something dollars, but then when they put all the discounts on, it was a hundred and twenty nine. <laughs> I mean, right? How do you they I, do that? I have no idea. Uh, I'm not sure, <clears throat> but I love where it is because it's right in between Covington and Mandeville. Yeah, yeah. My parents live in Beauchene, and 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 I know you were at the Cool Water Lump Ranch well, at Nabita. But that's a, that is that is a great little shop. It, it I is. Picked well, up some great bargains. There. So, uh, but anyway, I I went there over the weekend because I, I, I we're doing a lot of traveling in the next month and a half or so. I know. Alaska, and, Italy, whatever. And we're uh, and I needed a new uh, case to put things in. You know, everything I had was falling apart. So. Um, Anyway, I went over there, and there was this very nice lady who was uh, handling the, the, the uh, desk in that part of the store. Mm-hmm. And I, I just got to talking about her, and she, had, she spoke with an accent. And uh, I asked, well, where are you from? And she said, from Jordan. And I said, I have a couple of friends who are from Jordan, and that's TJ and uh, okay. Jamil over at at the cafe, Maple. at the Maple Street Cafe. <laughs> Maple Street cafe. And, and she she thinks she might know one of them, but she wasn't sure about right. the other one. And I said, well, you got to go over to their restaurant, and when you go there, tell them I said hello, because they're very nice oh, guys, and, they're, and, they're, and their restaurant's very yeah. good. So uh, anyway, that was the anecdote. Oh, that's that the funny? whole thing. Well, you know I, I don't know say, if it was funny, all... but it was, it was, that's it. <laughs> from, from, uh, from food to belt. Which yeah. is the store I like too, but yeah. it's just like you say. There's only 500 people in all only the 500 world. people. We all know each other. Yeah. All right. Well, happy Mardi Gras. See you, you too. Soon, Tom. Thank you. See ya. It's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. It's nice to be here with you talking about food and restaurants and stuff. Two six zero six three six eight. Here's how it works. Call me. 
If you have something you really want to talk about, if you have a question you, you need uh, satisfied, if you need some advice about what restaurant does, what dishes really well, you know, anything like that, please call. We don't know, have no problem with that. But you can call even if you don't have a question or a comment along those lines. You can just call. In fact, I'm very enthusiastically inviting you to do that. And uh, just within moments, you'll see that we have a conversation going, and where did it come from? You don't know, but there it is, and we're talking, and it's, uh, and it's interesting, and we are getting information, and it's also attracting other listeners to call in. And uh, where we may have had zero callers over a period of, a, of an hour or two, now we're, we have a new one every 10 minutes or less. So this is, uh, this is great. Thank you very much for everybody who has participated in it. Uh, our number is 260-6368. Call right now. Uh, you, you, uh, really, take me up my word on this. You don't have to have a question. You don't have to have anything to bring up. Just call me. I'll turn you on for the phone, and uh, we will have a conversation, you know, be a minute, two minutes, three minutes. Who knows? 260-6368. We'd love to hear from you about anything, anything you might have in your mind, and, of course, even things you don't have in your mind. Uh, let's see. Our program today is sponsored by New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. Uh, I think it might be 20 years since the last time we went to Alaska. Uh, maybe that's because I still have Alaska uh, on my mind. It, it, it was so stunning, the beauty of the environment and the mountains and the, and the glaciers and, and all of it. It's, it's really something. And the, you layer on top of that uh, all of the culture that has developed in there in the many years that they have been around. Uh, it's, it's something you will never forget. We're doing this on the Queen Elizabeth uh, which is, uh, at least in my experience, one of the greatest uh, cruise ships there are. It's a Cunard line. Uh, Cunard is the magic word in cruise, cruise ships. Uh, they're big. They're tough. They cross the Atlantic Ocean back and forth. That's what they were built for. Anyway, uh, that's a beautiful ship. The service in it is great. The food in it is great. Anyway, we're doing this latter part of June. And if you're interested... If you, all you want to see is a brochure and see, you know, what that's like, yeah, I, just go ahead and do it. Uh, no problem. Uh, just uh, go to nomenu.com slash Alaska, N-O-M-E-N-U dot com slash Alaska, and, uh, and it'll send you information about it without nagging you or anything about it either. Who wants that? 260 Two six zero sixty three sixty eight. Call me, would you? Here's here's the perfect time. We have a couple of stray minutes here before we go to the news, but uh, in the meantime, we can. There's a lot of uh, different things that we could cover, and what the, are those things? Call me, and you'll be talking, or I'll be talking, or we'll both be talking, and we'll come up with something. We've already today uh, got through the whole matter of whose ham, who's. Uh, Coffee is uh, best. It was a, a guy who called me earlier, and uh, he said his wife does it one way, and he does it another way, and they can't agree on which way to do their coffee in the morning, uh, to which, of course, any 
longtime uh, man in love with his wife will tell you that there's only one strategy to take on that, and that is to just go along with whatever she says, and that is that. Hey, you know what? We haven't done our, uh, our cocktail of the day. Let's just randomly flip through the book. The book is called Mr. Boston Official Bartender's Guide. This is a, a little red-covered book. It's not a standard-sized book. It's smaller. Uh, that's how you notice it. But the red cover is very distinctive. And they've been publishing this thing since the 1930s. And it's full of uh, cocktails, all the ones that are very familiar, and a lot of them that you wonder, who in the world ever wanted to drink this stuff? But today we have a, a cocktail known as the zombie. So I'm guessing right off the bat that we're, we're coming up here with a, uh, a cocktail that has a lot of alcohol in it. Let's see. Let's see if that's the case. One teaspoon of brown sugar, one ounce uh, of lemon juice, one ounce of lime juice, one ounce of pineapple juice, <laughs> one uh, ounce of passion fruit syrup. So we've got a really fruity thing here. One dash of Angostura bitters. If you have the other kind that we make here in New Orleans, uh, you can use that. They're very similar. One ounce of gold rum. One ounce of 151-proof rum. Ooh, now there's something, there's an ingredient I really do not recommend to you. The alcohol is just ridiculous. 150-proof is essentially, uh, let's see, that's 75. Seven, oh, no, I'm, I'm doing it backwards. 151-proof, that's three-fourths uh, rum. Might be too much. Don't ever let a lit match get anywhere near that or a candle because it can catch on fire really big time. Let's see. One ounce of white rum. Dissolve the brown sugar in the juices. Shake all the ingredients with ice and pour it into a chilled Collins glass and you, you garnish it with a sprig of mint. So you have a lot of fruit flavors in here. And then you have this 151 proof rum to give it the alcohol it needs. And that's that. So uh, that is our cocktail of the day, and it's called the zombie. Has anyone out there ever had an actual zombie car, uh, cocktail? Uh, call me and tell me about it. <clears throat> 260-6368. Again, this comes from the Mr. Boston Official Bartender's Guide. Uh, which is something you will find behind the bar at almost any restaurant or bar that has a serious operation in terms of selling cocktails. And, uh, you know, since cocktails have become so hip in recent years, uh, just about everybody has them because what do you do if you never heard of a, here, I'll just pick out a, uh, an Irish shillelagh. What, what, how would you make that? Well, who knows? <laughs> and most people would say, who cares? But maybe you've had one. We have gotten through the first hour of our program. We have another whole hour after this news from CBS and then uh, more of the food show. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.